What's up, guys? It's your man, Donovan Sharp, and welcome to another edition of Elite Level Game. I am joined, as always, uh, by Coach Everett Overton. Uh, you guys can check him out on YouTube, uh, Instagram. Uh, also, your website. What is your website called? Yeah, championgamecoaching.com. Yep. Champion game, uh, championgamecoaching.com. Um, your webmaster, whoever built your website, did a really good job, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, we worked hard on that. Um, I'm not a, I'm not an easy guy to work for. <laughs> uh, every detail, man. I got my, I have my hands on it. So, uh, um, but yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it looks good, man. It looks. Uh, I like how everything is uh, uniform. Uh, yes. Everything is very, very uniform in terms of. Uh, in terms of the way things, uh, in terms of the way things go, so uh, yeah, yeah, we wanted. I wanted to make sure that everything was on brand. So every, you know, everywhere you go, you're going to see the logo, and there's going to be a consistency throughout. And I try to do that in my messages too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, but it's good to be back with you, man. I uh, hope hope all is well with you and uh, your household. I'm sure it is, and it's good to be back with the people. Yeah, man. Um, I've actually the last couple of days, if I can just diverge, the last couple of days, my energy has been really, really low, man. Um, I don't know if it's too much, uh, too much work, whatever the case may be, but mm -hmm. I do feel, I feel a little bit better today. Um, I haven't really, I haven't eaten anything today. I've eaten. Uh, Dev, uh, Dev took Olivia shopping today uh, to get uh, to get her some new shoes. And uh, I think they stopped by uh, Aunt Annie's, and she got me some some of those bite sized pigs in a blanket. Um, I had a few of those and that was that. So I guess I'm sort of doing a cleanse to kind of cleanse my body maybe. And today I haven't done any caffeine, no kratom, no nothing. Just doing, just doing a little bit of a washout, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Of well, you, you've been working out like Clubber Lane, brother. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every, every athlete, every, uh, you know, every person, everybody needs a break, man. Uh, right. I take breaks too. So as a matter of fact, I wrote a chapter on it in the new book. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but I talk about the importance oh, of damn. taking books almost done. So just a, just a quick right. update book is almost All done. Right. Yes. Yes. So, okay, good. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, since I'm training like Clubber Lang, I will say this, uh, no, I do not accept Rocky Balboa's challenge because Rocky Balboa <laughs> is no challenge, but I'll be happy to beat up on him some more. Here we go. <laughs> Come here, woman. Hey, yeah. Oh my God. You mean said, Hey, woman. Hey, what do you say? Hey, woman. Hey, woman. I remember watching that as a kid. I was like, because as a kid, you actually think this is kind of real. I think I was like nine years old. I was like, oh, is Mr. T hitting on Adrian? Oh, my God. What's Rocky going to do? Oh, it was so, it was, it was so yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah, I had a breakdown, man, when Apollo died because, you know, I was young then, too. I, that was 1985. Yeah. So I was five years old and I was watching it. And I, I thought it was real, you know, and I was I had a breakdown. I'm like, oh, shit, not Apollo. Damn. Damn. Look, dude, listen, man. One of the greatest days of my life is I'm sitting in uh God, Mr. Fitzgerald. I was in fourth grade. I was actually living in New Jersey. And boop, uh, yep, uh, Mr. Fitzgerald, would you please send uh, uh Alex Hopkins down to the principal's office? So I'm like, oh God, what did I do this time? And there is my dad with two tickets to go see the matinee for Rocky Four on opening night. I was the happiest freaking kid in the world. Had nightmares about Ivan Drago for a week. I could not <laughs> yeah, believe man, that. I, dude was scary I, back I, then, I, man. That's not and that was like, a heck was of a movie dead? for 1985. Like, yes, follow is dead. I was like, like dead, dead. And my dad was like, yes. Well, the the character is dead, but Carl Weathers is alive. I didn't know who Carl Weathers was. <laughs> I just knew that Apollo Creed was dead. That's all I knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I walked down. Uh, I walked down memory lane there. Um, okay, so let's get into the topic, man. Uh, let me go ahead and bring this up. 
share my screen. This is a very, very interesting topic because I didn't really put a bug in your ear in terms of what sides we were going to talk about this. But you mentioned to me exactly what I was thinking and that there are two sides to every story. So I'm just going to read the first part of this. Mm -hmm. um, so this was originally posted on The Guardian uh, and the this was posted today, actually. Um, this morning at 4 a.m. It's about a 10-minute read. We're not going to read the whole thing. Uh, but it says, uh, Femcides in the U.S., the silent epidemic few dare to name. Uh, last week, the last week of July, as Gabby Petito and her fiancé, Brian Laundry, Laundry, I guess it's Laundry, posted Instagram photos of themselves hiking barefoot in Utah's uh, Canyonlands National Park, bronze skin matching apricot-colored rocks, the body of Jerry Winters was discovered in Clinton Township, Michigan. Her boyfriend, Matthew Lewinsky, immediately attempted, uh, I'm sorry, immediately admitted to the police that he strangled her last December, keeping her mutilated body in the basement of the home they shared for months. The same week, down in Starkville, Mississippi, William Chisholm was convicted of capital murder in the death of his ex-girlfriend, Dr. Shauna Witt. One month following her breakup with him, Chisholm stormed the Walmart Eye Clinic, where Witt worked as an optometrist and shot her dead. Over in Baltimore... Uh, over in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, Gomez, uh, oh my God, Gomez Geca Chisala was that same week being held without bail after confessing to the killing of his ex-girlfriend, uh, Shania, Shania Green, a life-loving nurse and mother of two who once traveled to Africa to walk among elephants. I love how they're painting this woman as a saint. Not to say that anybody deserves to die, but this is the way the media spins things. Earlier in the month, Shisala had driven to Green's home with a gun, entered into an argument with her, and shot her in the head. Year after year, FBI statistics on nationwide homicides reveal that the, a vast proportion of women killed in the U.S. are killed by current or former intimate partners. According to the CDC, homicide is the fourth leading cause of death for girls and women, 1 to 19 years old, and the fifth leading cause of death for, for, for women, 20 to 44. The heart-wrenching confirmation in the remains of Petito had been found in in Wyoming, and research for and the search for laundry deemed a quote person of interest in a, in what was now ruled a homicide begs for scrutiny, not only of the circumstances of Petito's devastating disappearance, but draws sorely needed attention to a form of widespread gender deadly violence in the U.S. that has long been hiding in plain sight. Uh, so let me get your initial thoughts uh, on on what we've read so far. Eo. What are your thoughts on this this uh, femicide here? All right. Well, the, the first thing I'll tell you what I thought of the first time I read this. I, I was reading it during the Bears game as they were embarrassing themselves. And I said, let me just man, take man, some they notes. Gotta that, they got to get that offensive line taken care of, man. You can't put that Christ. on field, bro. Put yeah, it on field. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. They, they didn't help them out today. The first thing I thought is, thank goodness that the, the manosphere exists. OK, yes. channels like this exist for, for men to come here and to learn about manhood, about, um, you know, about women, uh, how about uh, self-control, building, building a, a life. Because the first thing I thought is, is that and, and this isn't 100 percent true, but I thought that these men clearly are very self-deceptive, number one. And number two, yes. they don't have anything to lose. For example, if I heard Donovan Sharp. Okay, I'm just going to say this. If I thought, if I heard, if I read Donovan Sharp just shot Devin in the head, okay, <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> believe it at all. Why, why wouldn't I believe that? Because Donovan has way too much going on for himself and way too much to lose to lose right. his life and to take a life over a woman. 
Okay. So, so that was the first thing I, I thought is that men that are building a life, a wonderful life that, that isn't wrapped around the, uh, a woman and, and having her with him, guys like this aren't going to make, aren't going to, to, to take drastic measures like this. Uh, and these are very clearly very emotional responses, clearly passionate, emotional responses. So this is why I'm heavy on the side of it begins and ends with the man and that yep. you have to be disciplined. You have to have a life before women enter your life. You right. can never make a woman your life and to, and to build your life around a woman. No, you build your life around the man. And then later you select a, a qualified woman to enter your life. So that was the first thing I thought of is that these men clearly were emotionally unstable, highly right. self-deceptive and, 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 and clearly didn't have something outside of this woman, at least in that moment. I do get it. We have breaks, emotional breaks, sure. uh, but you have to know how to manage that. You have to even uh, see the future in some sense. You have to know that it's very possible this relationship is going to take a downward spiral at some point because that's the nature of dealing with human beings is that nothing remains consistent. It, uh, relationships require management. Uh, they require yep. making tough decisions. Hey, you got to make tough decisions. And before, if you're with a woman that is uh, that is uh, rallying you up and pushing your buttons and, uh, hey, instead of uh, fighting with her or arguing with her, I'm not saying to get rid of her right away. Coach her, coach her, coach her. But if she shows you that she's not good for you, please let that woman go and do it on your terms. And I'll say this real quick. I'll throw it to you. A lot of the time men are upset and react this way because they weren't the ones doing the breaking up. They were the ones be being broken up with. And I'm heavy on the side of men, please have a standard. Please do not let women come in your life and screw things up. Okay, get rid of her before she gets rid of you. Uh, yeah, get get rid of her. In other words, get get her out of your life. Yes, in other words, <laughs> before you get rid of her, right. Um, listen, I'm, I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And, you know, one thing that I always tend to point out when <clears> – <throat> And we hear these, we hear these, uh, we hear these stories all the time, right? We hear, uh, you know, man kills wife, right? Like Chris Benoit, the Canadian crippler, uh, that was a horrible scene. He went, he went into roid rage, apparently, killed his wife and his kid, right? Uh, we've we've heard stories about men who go in and they kill their families, they off everybody, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And listen, these men are rightfully prosecuted and thrown in jail forever. They're like, offing people is wrong. I don't care what they've done. Now, of course, that depends on the situation. If somebody, if someone off my brother, well, guess what? I guess we're going to lose two lives today because I'm going to go get that son of a bitch. That's just how it is for me. But the way, the way it always goes is if a woman kills her lover or ex-boyfriend or whatever the case may be, Nobody really, for the most part, nobody really, um, um, they always ask why. When, when, when a man kills a woman, it's instantly, he's got to be thrown to the gallows, blah, blah, judgment. blah, blah, blah. Judgment. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. right. Okay, that's fine. We got to know all the facts. But listen, I understand it, right? Especially if you're the victim's family. But when a woman kills a man, they're always like, well, wait a minute. Let's, let's, let, let's figure out why this happened, right? Okay, so she killed her husband. She killed her boyfriend, killed her ex-boyfriend. But Why? The Jody Arias thing, like how long was that drawn out before she was finally found guilty? They, dude, they found they found Scott Peterson guilty in five minutes, which they absolutely should have. That's that's always the way it goes. But it would appear that society at large, they tend to excuse women for the same behaviors that men engage in. 
that's where that that's where I draw the line. Men, we don't have there, there is no reasoning for us. There is no we don't even need to send him to the jury. We need to get rid of this guy right now. And again, I understand why people would 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 most certainly feel that way. However, the media very, very, very rarely, I don't want to say takes the side of men, but they're always quick to blame. They're all, they're always quick to uh, almost canonize the women, uh, just like in this article. Um, I, and I, I picked up on this. I picked up on this when I actually read it. Um, it said, uh, yeah, uh, Ashanya Green, a life-loving nurse and mother of two who once traveled to Africa to walk among elephants. As though traveling to Africa and walking among elephants elephants was akin to spending you know a year and a half in africa trying to get them fresh water no there's nothing impressive about that what they do is they they canonize female victims but they always demonize male victims well he probably deserved it well she said that it was an abusive relationship so she had to kill her well she said her life was in danger so she had to do it there are always excuses made for women when they commit the same crimes as men do you feel that way or do you, or, or, or do you think it's a little different? No, no, I do feel that way. And, and if you sp- I, I've heard you say this before, too, that you and Devin watch like murder shows and such. Oh, that is right. Yeah. Refocus this. <laughs> and I enjoy those, too. Uh, there we go. Maybe that's a little bit better. And so if you notice the sentencing for women is far less drastic than it is for men. I mean, you'll see that like on Snapped, for example, the show where women all the men, the show is completely wrapped around that is like they're all female killers. <laughs> Yes. killing their boyfriends husbands and yes. you know and such and if you pay attention to the sentencing a lot of it is completely mismanaged i mean a guy's gonna get life for a murder she gets 10 years she's out in five and and, and it's and she, you know it's not quite the same prison either and so i do i do feel there's a lot of double standards but it's not going to change and, and so that's why i tell men hey is it fair no, it's not. But uh, there's ways around that. Manage, manage your emotions. Be very choosy of who you uh, you allow into your life, and these yep. problems will be uh, limited by far. Um, I did take a couple of notes that at some point I do want to share with the audience because there might be like good. maybe one one and a half women watching us, and so <laughs> that maybe the two women that were on your show recently are, are watching. Um, I always say this that. Seek a man. I wrote the or typed this. Seek a man. This is for women, but men can learn from this. Seek a okay. man that is rooted in self-awareness and authenticity. Okay. Uh-huh. Because nice guys, really not nice. They're the most deceptive men. Okay. And eventually he while he's deceiving himself, he will deceive you. Okay. So I always tell men the best or women, the best men to try to to grab and and, and marry are guys that have plenty of options because right. I'm going to tell you something right now, a man that has 10, 15, 20 women that would love to be with him ain't going to be busy killing your ass. Nope. So he's not going to only the, only the soft man with no options and no, and not a lot of experience with, with women are the guys that get really hooked on sex and women. Okay. They get that taste of pussy and they go fucking nuts. YouTube chill. So the guy that is, constantly winning in his life okay and upgrading himself every year making more money being a better man being a more authentic man um um you know just just grinding it out and becoming the best version of himself this guy's got nothing but options and those are the men that women should see uh, should seek here's the problem with that they don't want to humble themselves to that man 
They don't nope. want to be feminine to that man. They don't want to be subservient to that man. And that's why you can't get that man. So what's going to happen is you're going to go get that softy that pedestalizes you and, and, and he's a fucking simp. And what's going to happen is you're going to mistreat him. Okay. And want to leave at some point. And because that motherfucker can't replace you, YouTube chill, he's going to kill your ass. Right. So, so the best right. man to go for women is that guy that women want him. Shit, men want to network with him. He makes money. He builds a dope life. He certainly doesn't need you. But if you know how to treat that man, you learn that man inside and out, uh, front uh, cover to, to back cover, you learn that man and, and you submit to that man and be feminine and follow his lead, he'll invite you in. Okay? He'll invite you in. But you got to know your role. But the problem is today's woman doesn't want to do that. That's right. And I agree with you. Something you said there is very important. Um. Men of value, men who have other shit going on in their lives besides women, those are the hardest men to please. Women, women want it both ways. They want the they, they want the guy who's easy to be with, who doesn't have any standards. But then when they fuck him over, they want the guy to just walk away. Well, if you get with a man of value, right? A man of value, I mean, he'll he'll keep you in line. Oh, I can't stand the way Donovan does this, does that, whatever. I'm out of here. All right. I mean, you know, Donovan's not going to do anything about it because, again, Donovan can replace you. Donovan has far too much to lose. So, hey, you got the and, and then they wonder why. Why isn't Donovan chasing after me? Why isn't it this? And why is it? Why? You know, why isn't he? Why doesn't he care? Well, it's because he doesn't. If you decide you don't want to be a part of my life anymore, I'm not tripping. So then they go to the opposite. Oh, here's the safe guy, the safe option. He doesn't call me out of my bullshit. He doesn't go through my phone. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. He's very, very easy to be with. But then when he catches you fucking your coworker, because because just like you said, because he can't replace you, these are the these are the men who go crazy and off their girlfriends and wives. And let's not pretend. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this here. This might not be popular, but let's not. Nobody deserves to die. Okay, nobody deserves to get get their life taken, especially especially over some relationship type bullshit. It is what it is. But let's not pretend that these women were 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 were, were saints, right? right? Listen, man, there are some men who off their who off their wives when they find out three out of his five kids are not his. I'm not saying it it would not be right for him to emotionally vent. Offing her would not be the right thing to do. But by the same token, three out of five, like, like I actually had a call when I was in Reno, the guy found out three out of his five kids were not his. So his wife was cheating on him throughout the relationship. Um, dude, women setting up a, a, a secret bank account, secret, secret savings accounts, women who get married, women will get married and already have a divorce lawyer on retainer. Like it, like, like, like women have, women have completely destroyed the dating market. And what has begun to happen as, is that more men and women, there are more single men and women than there ever have been in human history. Birth rates are down. Uh, I read an article earlier that said 60% uh, of all college students are now women, 40% are men. Well, that means that there's less procreation going on there. Mm -hmm. Women wanted this dating environment. They got it. But now they got to live with the consequences because feminism mm -hmm. created the beta male. Feminism, feminism created the beta male. Feminism created, created men and boys. Like, check this out. Feminism created Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. Read Columbine High School. Feminism, feminism created Sung Wee Cho. Uh, read Virginia Tech. Uh, feminism created Nicholas Cruz down at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas 
high school. Feminism has created these school pew-pewers. The guy who was down in Atlanta pew-pewing all of the Asians. Feminism did that. There didn't, this stuff didn't, this stuff didn't, now this stuff did happen. It was very, very rare. But little by little, throughout, it was interesting because throughout the 80s, school pew-pewings were semi-frequent. But the one that rocked the world was in Eagleton, Colorado, uh, at Columbine High School in 1999, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. That's when we knew we had a problem. Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold were created by feminism and all of the quote-unquote incels, Alec Manassian, Elliot Roger, um, what's the other guy? Um, all of these, all of these self-proclaimed incels who go off venting off their frustrations and taking it out on women. This is what feminism has created. It is it has created now two generations of men who were told and raised to believe that women were one thing. Not only are they learning that women are completely the opposite, <clears throat> they're running into women who are willfully fucking them over. So I, again, <clears throat> Red rum is against the law. It's wrong. You shouldn't do that. But this is like this. Unfortunately, this is what it's come to. And I believe feminism is the, is the root cause. Yeah, you know what? And and I even sometimes like to say that that beta males uh, allowed feminism to take place. OK, so yes, it wasn't that they they began it. It was that men allowed it. And then, of course, as you always say, and even I allude to that, if you give women enough, if you give them a long enough leash, they're going to fuck everything up. All right. right. I, I said this yesterday that a woman can can handle a basic ground ball and, and possibly throw it to first to get the out. Right. But if, if, if there's a if there's a, a weird hop or she's got a slide and make, she ain't making that out, bro. A man's nope. got to make that out. And that's just the right. bottom line. Let me tell guys this uh, up front. Um, women are manipulators and liars. OK, now is this is is this bad? Um, I know it's just the way women are. Okay. This is part of their defense. Okay. It's this is how they're coming. Am I wrong? Yes. It's this their survival. survival. Right. Yes. Right. So it's not bad that they're liars and manipulators, but what is wrong is for a man to follow her bullshit lead. Okay. This is why I always say that expect her to lie, expect her to be deceitful and manipulative because that's all they are. But how you push her into the truth is by you being truthful. OK, by you being upfront, transparent and truthful, it's inevitable that she's going to show her cards. OK, right. <laughs> it's inevitable. Right. So if you want to know the truth about a woman, be as honest yeah. with yourself and as honest with them as possible from the very first hello. And you're going to find out exactly who you're dealing with. So in order to overcome this problem that women are liars and they're and they're whack game. Women to me have the worst game. <laughs> I mean, to me, because I push them right into their bullshit. My truth, oh, yeah. and my transparency and honesty and authenticity pushes them right into their insecurities and their bullshit. So everything comes out and I know what I'm dealing with. So, guys, I want to tell you, don't let them lie to you. Don't they're going to. They're going to try to lie to you. They are going to lie to you. They are going to manipulate. And they're going to be deceitful. But the more honest and the more standards you have as a man, the quicker she's going to see, oh, damn, this is not a chump. I'm not used to a guy like this. So she's got a decision to make. Ego. Either I tread, either I move forward with this real man <laughs> or I run away from this real man and go back to lying to these beta males. Dude, I swear to God, man, we must listen. We've got to have the same mother, man. We got to have the same mom. different dads. Like our mom has to be the same. Oh, like she's got to be. It's it's it's, uh, it's, it's that's exactly listen. That's exactly what I say all the time. As soon as a woman figures out that you are about your shit and she cannot get over on you, she's got a choice to make. She can either cut bait, 
and find someone who will swallow her bullshit and like the taste, or she can fall in. Either way, you're not gonna have you're not going to have to deal with her with her bullshit. I could not have said that any better. Uh, the phone lines are open, guys. Uh, 516-387-1987. Uh, 516-387-1987. If you're calling from outside the U.S., it is 001-516-387-1987. Uh, King Chris with the $5 Super Chat says, Great show, guys. I appreciate it. What are your thoughts on men having underlying mental and emotional health issues related to this topic? Uh, I've got my thoughts on that. What are your thoughts on that, EO? Got to seek help. I mean, I mean, you got to go to a doctor and get a, a proper diagnosis. You can't you can't fuck around with that. OK, um, so so, you know, I never claim to be a doctor, a therapist. I am a, a I'm a coach, you know, um, I can definitely help you out. But when it comes to getting a proper diagnosis for mental illness, um, I'm going to push you to a doctor. So and don't be ashamed of that, man. You're going to hear a lot of guys in the manosphere say, oh, be a fucking man. Like, you know, just get your life together. Like, hey, you can't get your life together. If you have a chemical imbalance or something is off in your system, you can't get your life together. OK, you're not going to be able to do it. So you need a proper diagnosis. And a strong man is going to the doctor. A weak man is not. That's right. Uh, listen, I could not agree more. Um, it took me it took me years and years uh, to go to the doctor. And really, the only reason why uh, I did is because my very freedom was at stake. Um, like in order to in order to not have to go to jail, I had to seek counseling and I, I sought counseling. I went to a doctor and I was I was diagnosed. I had an anger condition. It is called um, she's, uh, intermittent explosive disorder. This means that anything at any time could piss me right off. And then I, and I go, Jesus, hey, enter the door. God damn it. Um, there it is. It popped up. <laughs> no, you, no, the, the, uh, yeah, there it is. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah right. You, yeah, no, there it is. There it is. Like I hear my, I hear my thing go up twice. I'm like, ah, but I had to, I had to, you're right. I had to humble myself. I had to humble myself because ah, no, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just doing too much blow, drinking too much whiskey. Well, the blow and the whiskey certainly didn't help. But there, there is a chemical imbalance in my brain that causes me to fly off the head. Dude, I've, I've been this way since I was a kid. And only by the grace of whatever forces are around me am I not either dead or in prison. And it took strength for me to, it took strength for me to have to do that and sort of abide, you know, abide by the teachings and the strategies. Now, I'm not a medications guy. I didn't want to go on medication because I didn't want to sap my creativity and energy. So what I did is I sought alternative substances like Kratom. And Kratom has done Kratom has done a spectacular job in keeping me under control. But um, with regards to this, uh, uh, to, this to, to this particular question, the reason why I never hauled off or offed any bitch is because, fortunately for me, during the time I was up to my eyeballs in, 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 in strippers and blow, well, guess what? Like, I had abundance. So if a girl fucked me over, you know, no problem. Just the next one gets up in line. And if you'll notice, and you probably agree with this too, EO, any man that that actually has the capacity to take another another woman's life is a man who is never good with women ever. Yes, dude. Yes. He, listen, man. Even oh, Jamario, that ain't shit nigga who lives in the hood, got ten baby mamas. He's not killing any goddamn women. Why? Because he steady gets pussy. And a lot of guys can sit here and say, well, pussy isn't everything, blah, 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 blah. And you would be absolutely right. But I'll tell you this. Uh, Eric Harrison, Dylan Klebold, not good with women. Nicholas Cruz, not good with women. Elliot Roger, died a virgin. Alec Manassian, not good with women. If Andreas Lubitz, who flew the German wings flight back in 2014 into the French Alps, 
killed everybody on the plane. He did it because he did it because he was going through it with a, a breakup with a girl. If a man is reasonably good with women, he will not take the life of women as 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 stereotyp as stereotypical and shallow as that sounds. Those are the facts. What do you think yeah. of that? No, I do agree. I also think like these breaks, I know they call it a psychotic break, if I'm saying yeah. that correctly, but a lot, this is a buildup over time. This usually doesn't just happen when you wake up in the morning and someone throws the, the newspaper at your window and now you want to go out and kill the paper boy. I mean, I mean, this right. is like, yeah, this is like a slow buildup of frustration, unhappiness, right. um, unfulfillment um just in your in your life as a man i mean it could be that you're not getting laid but I, I i still suspect that that's not the core problem it's just you have a passionless life okay and, and there's nothing to your life that 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 is exhilarating and uh, to you and um and i think you know that and everybody knows that the the life clock is always ticking and we always know this so it's just builds frustration so that's why you should hire a coach you should buy Donovan's courses to learn these things. I mean, uh, this is why you should do it, especially when you're young. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to sell anything right now. I'm just being honest. If yeah. you can get all the game that I had to live through for 41 years in a in a book, okay, and read about that and and get ahead of the game right now, you'd be a wise man. You'd be a wise man. So don't wait until you hit rock bottom. And also, the more uh, substances you put in your body, alcohol, drugs, lack of sleep. I mean, there's just a lot. The worse you're going to feel, the more emotional outbursts you're going to have. So get a grip, man. It's it's a lifestyle. Being a winner and a champion is a, is a complete lifestyle. 100%. It's not one thing. It's everything that follows one another in life. So, And you'll notice... I'm just being honest. A lot of guys say, hey, if, if you get on your purpose, you're not going to get women. The reason why you get women and women are looking at you and choosing you when you're when you're on your purpose. I, I know that's big here. It's yeah. not be, for me how I teach it. It's not because you have more money. It's not because you have a fancier car. It's that you're a happier man. That's right. You're just a you're happier happy. man. Like me, for example, I, I got a beautiful car right now. But there's another car I'm looking at right now, and and it's oh, not, and there it is. Yeah, okay, and I'm and here's this: I'm not thinking of a woman at all with this car. I'm thinking oh, of me being thought. behind that wheel and gripping that steering wheel, and 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 getting that uh, AMG power, baby. Uh, uh, I want that AMG power. So so fucked it up and gave it away. Oh shit. Yeah. So what I'm saying, yeah. So what I'm saying is, Woo. this has nothing to do with wanting a woman. Ain't no women getting in there. Maybe SNO, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you know, I don't even let women in my car. To be honest with you, a lot of guys get Lambos and shit, and they want to pick women up. I'm like, bitch, you don't even deserve to get in my car. I'll no. be there. I'll meet you there. Take a Uber. Fuck that. You ain't getting in my ride. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, do these things in life for you. If, right. if you're doing these things for you, and I'm not saying you don't have other people in mind. Look, if there's somebody special in your life, you have them in mind, courteous to, yeah, sure. But do it for you, and, and you're going to be a happier man, a more fulfilled man, and naturally you're going to exude a different confidence. Uh, you're going to be less thirsty, and you're just going to have options galore, man. <laughs> so, Dude, I could not have said that any better. I think the uh, take the Uber, you don't deserve to be my car, bitch. That was the comment of the day. Uh <laughs> Uh, Devin, uh, it's true, man. Um, so Devin writes and she says, uh, and we'll get to, uh, Kareem and, uh, NYC here in just a second on the phone lines. Uh, she says, uh, uh, society's approach 
uh, to this problem is, quote, men are bad. Rather than let's try to figure out why these men felt this was the only option, let's help men not get zeroed out or give men resources for help. That's the bottom line here, EO. Mm -hmm. uh, the United States treats men like shit. They really, really do. They tell men to go to college, get a good job, and the world is your oyster. Men go to college. They see how girls act in college. They see girls these days, um, you know, hashtag me too and everybody, uh, you know, getting flown out to different countries because they can't compete. And then they get out into the job world and they actually find a woman who can tolerate them. They have a couple of kids with them. She gets tired of them. She, she, she takes half the, she wants to get a divorce. She's having an affair. She takes half the, you know, she takes the kids, the house and half of all of his few, uh, present and future earnings. That's enough to drive a man to do some very, very bad things. And I think that that's, I think that has a lot to do with, uh, with this problem. Are, do you think that that could have something to do with it as well? I do. I do. I think social conditioning has a lot to do with a lot of yes. people's anger and frustration, but it, it, but men and women are, are both being exposed to it. So it's not just necessarily a, ma a male problem. It's not, it's, it's, it's both. Um, like I said, man, um, you know, this is why men are the superior of the two. Right. And, but you have right. to live that you have to behave that you have to talk that you have to demonstrate that, you know, and then all oh, women will fall. A woman's going to fall in line when she sees, I can't break this dude. Let me, I let mean, me ask she's you this just going to do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You said you have to demonstrate that. Tell, tell the guys how you demonstrate uh, being a select man or, or living the dope life. I think that's very important. Okay. It's difficult to demonstrate it early on because you don't know yourself yet and you haven't really figured out like what you want. So you're not going to know that necessarily in your 20s. Right. Uh, although if you listen to guys like us, you'll learn it faster than you think. OK, but we didn't have the Internet, so we had to just go out there and and learn through trial and error. Like, OK, that didn't work. OK, I should never drove to her house. OK, uh, next time she's got to come to me. Like these are thing I, things I think about. I've been to women's houses before and then I've seen headlights pull in the driveway and cars circling the block because she's a hoe and she's got motherfucking dudes. Uh, she's got simps. Uh, wanting to know who the fuck's car is that? My car? Who's that? Right. Who's car is that? But you think right. she cares? She don't care. She's actually, nope. this is part of her game. She actually is trying to make that guy jealous or something, but she don't give a fuck that I'm going to have to fight this dude outside by the curb. She, no. <laughs> she don't give a fuck. No. So like, so what I learn is I never go to women. Like I never, I don't recommend that any man out here ever goes to a woman's house, meets her anywhere. Everything has to be completely on your terms. Everything. She's got to meet you out where you're at. She's got to come to your place. If you don't like it, kick rocks. I don't give a fuck. So I'll say this. You got to live. You can't just read books. You can't just listen to podcasts. You actually have to go out there and live and try things and then go back to the drawing board once you've had an experience and say, okay, I did this. I looked like this. I was feeling like this. I didn't have cologne on this day. Um <laughs> I was, I, I was, I was in my feelings this day. My mommy okay. made me mad, whatever. You got to draw everything up from your physical appearance to your emotional, uh, stable, right. And, and you got to draw it up and say, okay, now I got to improve from there. I didn't get the results I want. And it's on me why I didn't get the results I want. Now you, of course you can't force anybody, but I like to put the onus on you. So it's going to take a lot of experiences and a lot of trial and error for you to decide. So when you get to 30 years old, you could say, all right, I ain't never putting up with a bitch's attitude. So I'm letting her know up jump off jump that my life is a well-oiled machine. I, I don't need you. However, um, I'd like to invite you in, but under these conditions. So you can't get to that point unless you've tasted a bitch. 
Okay, you gotta know what a bitch is like to know you don't want bitches. <laughs> like a bitch. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Work. You gotta know like uh, how to coach yourself in order to coach her. See, if you have bad habits, you lack discipline, you don't get up early, you don't finish uh, you don't finish tasks. How can you successfully coach her? Because what's what's gonna happen is she's gonna be observing you and saying, All right, he wants to lead. Let me watch how he leads his own life first. Yeah. And, and when she's watching, he pays his bills on time. His credit is good. He yep. walks with his head up high. He networks with other winners. Uh, he loves himself. He just bought himself a brand new car. I haven't even been in it yet. <laughs> he didn't even tell me about it. He just pulled up. <laughs> and, and so and so when she sees that, she's like, okay, I'm with a champion. I'm with a winner. So now yeah. I will fall in line. But if I'm with a dude that has to go outside every five seconds to smoke a cigarette, and then he's and he's freaking out every time doesn't something doesn't go his way. It's oh, difficult God. for that woman to trust you and fall in line. Very good. Wow, I could not have said that. But good God, might as well call this the EO show. Uh, let's go to uh, Kareem in. Uh, let's go to Kareem in the NYC. Want to know how to how to remain undistracted and be consistent? Uh, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, um, fellas? How you doing today? Doing good. Hey, what's up, bro? I can't play him in besides the Giants losing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Last second field goal by the Falcons, right? Man, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, that fourth quarter with Daniel Jones, man. He's not <laughs> it. But anyways, man, um, I appreciate you guys having me. Of course. Um, I just um, wanted to know. I uh, wanted to share a quick story because okay. this story resonated with me that you guys had. Um, I with myself was with a woman for five years, right? Mm -hmm. And we had a kid together. You know, and, you know, things started, you know, the change and, you know, we got into issues. And I had realized that I had made her my life. Like, I had no life outside of her. You know, my mom had died years previously. Oh, so I kind of attached myself with her. Yeah, yeah of course. To of deal course. with that rather than going to therapy, you know, or, you know, getting, you know, seeking help. And, you know, um it's refreshing to me because at the time, like I'm like six, seven, I'm a big guy, 300 plus. So I almost got into a family and, you know, um, that wouldn't have went well for them. Nope. <laughs> um, you know, or me or my daughter, Ooh. you know, it wouldn't have went well for anyone, but this situation taught me, you know, now, now we fast forward two years, man. You know, I got injured on the job because I started working again after my daughter was born. And I'm waiting for a workers' comp settlement. And I've been planning, have business plans. My life, you know, I've been on my purpose. You know, I've been really, like, grinding. I make beats, went to school for that. Good. I've been, you know, um, having a business plan drawing up for, you know, a trucking company. So it's just, you know, you guys make great points, man, where we just – um. You know, Coach EO said a shout out to him, and I actually got his book a couple months ago. And, you know, what he spoke about today on your life not being, you know, um, fantastic or, you know, for lack of a better word, I don't remember the work he said per se, but it's just we ha as men, man, you know, since a lot of us were raised by women or we didn't have strong male leadership, mm -hmm. we have to um, know your happiness is on you. No one else but you. And I realize that now. Uh, yeah, Kareem. It's, it's not on anybody to make me happy. Uh, I appreciate the call, uh, Kareem. Yeah. 
Listen, man, that is right. That is right out of the coach EO playbook. And here's the thing, man. Um, and shout out to Kareem for keeping it real because yes, when yes. you're if 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 your mother dies, it's very easy to get wrapped up in a woman to sort of uh, to sort of compensate for that for that female companionship. But it's good that he recognized. Wait a minute. There's a big difference between my mother and some bitch who's making my life miserable. I don't think he said that, but there's a. It's very, very easy to get wrapped up in woman for a lot of reasons, dude. If you lose your mother, your dog dies, your best friend dies, whatever the case may be, it's very, very easy to get wrapped up in a woman. And if you get wrapped up in a woman after something painful, you really start making some bad decisions. Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm going to share something with the audience real quick. This might seem a little unusual, but this is part of my coaching style. I suggest that every person, that every person grieve the living. (laughs) And what I mean by that is that everybody you know right now, including yourself, is going to die. So don't wait until they die to actually miss them or grieve them. Like there, you should be like kind of living in the future now because anybody can die at any time. Okay. No one is promised another day or another moment. So you almost have to kind of understand that as you're dealing with the people that you love is that you're kind of looking at a dead person right now. And so, and, and, and they're currently breathing, but they're not going to be breathing very long. So you almost have to kind of grieve them and appreciate them now. So that way, when they do die, you're not devastated and now putting the uh, responsibility on another human being, specifically a woman, because if you're always kind of tapping into life and you understand the life process, which is birth, life, death. Yeah. And when you understand that and accept that and live in that, it's still hard. It, it's still hard. It's not going to be as devastating as hard as if you, if you, if you know that each and every day and you kind of know as you're dealing with people that you care about and love that, that there's an expiration date on that relationship and that, and, and so you kind of prepare yourself emotionally that, you kind of like grieving them now while they're alive. You don't want to overdo it, but there's 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 an aspect of that that you definitely want to tap into. That way you're not emotionally um, devastated and now putting mm-hmm. the responsibility on someone else to fix you, heal you and that sort of thing. So just remember to try to um, grieve, enjoy people, but grieve them at the same time, because even business relationships, yes. uh, they're wonderful. They're wonderful, man. But at some point, Maybe your content has taken a left turn and now it's a conflict of interest to deal with that other person because if the two of you are saying different things and it's nothing personal, but one person had to kind of go on a separate road and and, and it's nothing personal, although it becomes very personal in this manosphere because a lot of these guys that are coaches are very fucking soft and you just got to really notice it. But, um, but, uh, but this happens in all relationships. You know, people evolve, they change. If you're not changing together, you have to peacefully depart and you have to accept that. That is profound advice. Grieve the living. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Um, that's incredible. Um, wow. Uh, so Ostrike, uh, with the t- and we've got uh, we've got Jay from outside the U.S. and Joe in Boston up next uh, on the lines. Uh, Ostrike, uh, appreciate the $10 super chat, says, besides losing a woman, what if a woman permanently destroyed a high-value man's reputation? family, career, freedom, prison, et cetera. Do you still, do you think he would still take the high ground? Um, what do you think? I think he probably, I think he probably he, still, if he's a truly a high value man, he wouldn't allow that to happen. I was so going to say. I, I, yeah. Yeah. If he's a, uh, if we're talking about a man who is not putting, 
nothing up with any bullshit. Okay? Right. I mean, none, like literally none. He, he has plenty of uh, plenty of options. He is not going to settle for a bitch. Okay. He, that's not going to happen. Okay. That uh, is, value, man, listen, happen. women can never permanently damage a man who is truly high value. Listen, she'll take, listen, this, this doesn't mean that high value men are invincible. A high value men run up on women who play the game a little bit better than they do. There's some trait or, or some body part about her that he can't get enough of for whatever reason she gets over on him. But high value men get over those, those women a lot quicker than men who are not high value. So if you truly are high value, a woman can never permanently damage you. And if she does, then there, then that's a you problem. That's not her, her problem. Just like EO said, women are going to lie. They're going to deceive. This is not because in a lot of cases, it's not because they're trying to, um, they're trying to purposely, uh, you know, uh, you know, knock you off your square. That's just what they do. They're women. They have to, like Steve, the Dean says, they got to bite the gold every now and again, just to make sure that the gold is real. Uh, but if you really are a high value, man, a, 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 a woman is not as a woman's never going to be able to permanently damage you. Uh, King Frost $5 says you guys are doing, uh, God's work, saving Sims from prison and death. And explaining how to deal with women. Appreciate that, man. We appreciate that very much. Uh, David Thank with you. the $5 super chat says one reason among several. If a man has given only one way, if a man is given only one way to losing everything, others can't be surprised when he takes it. Wow. Wow. Uh, very good. Uh, Levi Baloo, Baloo $5 said, could it be that testosterone causes men to get more violent than women? Uh, no, that's lack of self-control. Um, we men, we are born with testosterone. We need to be able to control ourselves both phys physically and emotionally. Uh, some men can, but most men can. Most uh, there are some that cannot. Uh, it in is some what it cases. Is. In some cases, testosterone. Uh, well, I don't know if he's talking about like enhancement therapy, but um, it can make you treat women better. <laughs> it can help you because yeah, right. you're because you're gonna feel better overall. You're gonna be more productive. You're gonna have more energy, and you're probably gonna if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing with it. It's like, let me just say for example, we're not talking about the same thing, but steroids. Okay, I've never taken yeah, steroids right. in my life other than a prednisone uh, for you know uh, inflammation. But you know, um, if you take steroids and you don't do anything with it, you're a fucking loser. Okay, right. <laughs> but it, but it, but if you're taking steroids because you're in the industry, you're you're a bodybuilder, or whatever, and you're and you're doing what you're supposed to do with it, then you're gonna maximize the potential of the steroids. So even with testosterone, it's like, yeah, clearly you have to manage yourself. Okay, uh, men need to do a much better job at managing their emotions and their psychology. That is the biggest problem with men today is that they cannot control their thoughts. They don't manage their relationships well, and they don't manage their own discipline, and and uh, really, they're even like lifestyle choices very well at all. Too too easily led, too easily broken, and not and not focused entirely enough. I could not agree more. Um, uh, Ray Palmer says maturity makes the man, not the woman. Uh, let us go to Jay uh, from outside of the U.S. Uh, Jay, you're on with uh, Donovan and Neo. Go ahead. Hey, I uh, appreciate you guys taking my call. Sure. Donovan, EO, I love you guys' content uh, so much. I just had a quick question. Gotcha. Go ahead, man. EO, Coach EO said never go to a woman's house, um, but I I wanted to know how am I supposed to finesse this because I'm in the military, I'm overseas, I'm meeting women, so do I still not go over to the house? You know what I mean? Well, that's a different situation, clearly, right? If you're overseas... I mean, I'm sure you have like, uh, I'm sure you have a domicile there, right? Somewhere you go to on a nightly basis. Right, 
Right, right. Yeah, if right. you're overseas, go to her house. I mean, I don't know. What, what do you think, EO? I mean, should he still bring I mean, her back to the I mean, or? it didn't take me many times to realize that you should never put women in the power position, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, anytime you do anything on the woman's terms, you are putting her in the power position. And now she, and in, in her mind, she's going to leverage that. Okay. It's just the bottom line. <laughs> so when you're in your house, or even if you're booking a hotel room, you're in the power position. Okay. So I'm sure there's hotel rooms there. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, I would say now, look, I mean, I'm very strict on this. Do not put women in the power position unless you put her there. Okay. Unless you put her there, you, you delegate a job and now she's responsible for that job. You've placed her in the power position. Okay. But, but being at the mercy of, I don't have a home. I don't have an apartment. I don't have a key somewhere. Uh, I guess I'll go to this woman's house. Well, you need to make some more money. I'm not saying you, I'm saying generally speaking, men need to make more money, bro. Like, you know, uh, get a hotel room. When I was 21, 22 years old, before I got my own place, I was smashing chicks in hotel rooms left and right, dude. I, and so, and so, I just don't, I just do not recommend that guys do anything on a woman's terms. Okay. Copy. All right. I appreciate, appreciate it. That. Appreciate that, Jay. Uh, let's go to Joe. Pardon me. Let's go to Joe in Boston. So you want to know how to keep a relationship stable in modern times. Very interesting question. Uh, Joe, you're on live with EO uh, and Donovan. Go ahead. Hey, uh, can you guys hear me? Sure can. All right. Yeah. So my question is, um, now I'm not the relationship type of guy. Um, I know a lot of guys want a relationship. I'm actually fine with being a player my whole life. Okay. If it comes to that. Um, I mean, one day I would like to get married. And when I say married, <laughs> I don't mean like government marriage, like maybe religious or some, or some sort, sure. without um, the a way. To... Say that again. Yeah. Without the paperwork, have a ceremony, but don't sign anything. Yeah, correct. Oh, um, I was wondering, because um, I know that in today's modern age, I think if anything, a relationship, it's more so, um, how do I put this? Kind of like, uh, well, you have to work for it, but it's more so for the above average man. Because an average man, if he was to get in, I believe, if he was to get in, into a relationship, a man can, the average man can, it's just that he has to be able to um face the fact that the woman's probably gonna cheat on him that she's probably gonna treat him like shit she won't respect him just because solely on the fact that average women don't respect average men or men in general really well in order to in order to sort of thwart that then you need to become an above average man that's right yeah i'm on and, and, and there was a slight contradiction to what you said in this call too i sense you sound young how old are you caller how old are you i'm actually 20. Oh yeah, God. You're, you're entirely too young to be making. Uh, I, I don't even believe, and I'm and I'm not being disrespectful, but you haven't even like. Steve the Dean says this a lot. Uh, your balls haven't even dropped yet, <laughs> and, and, and so as a shout out to Steve. So so, but what I'm saying is, is that like you're like everything you're saying is regurgitated information because I know you haven't lived this. So so, what I would encourage you to do is refrain from listening to some. Now I'm not saying to 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 not consider what another man experienced, but you are entirely too young to be making these judgment calls. You're saying that you just want to be a player, brother. When you, you turn thirty, you may not want to be a player. So yeah. so you gotta like allow yourself to be young, okay, and and let yourself be twenty, okay. Don't try to be forty yet. You're you're twenty, dude. You got a long way to go. So be careful not to attach yourself to these 
philosophies that other men have in the manosphere. Listen to it, consider it, be grateful for it. But at the end of the day, you have to build your own life and make, uh, create your own, uh, you know, have your own experiences to create your own determinations as to what man you truly want to be. Good, good stuff, man. Uh, let me, um, let me read a little more of this article. Cause I think the next part of this, uh, is pretty telling. Um, so it says, according to analysis, of FBI data of all female homicides accounted for in 2018, where the relationship between the perpetrator and victim could be identified. 92% of cases involved women or girls killed by a man. They knew 63% of whom were killed by their current husbands, ex-boyfriends or current boyfriends. This puts confirmed American female intimate gendered killings happening at a staggering rate of almost three women every day. I don't know how, don't know how prevalent that is. Those circumstances are drastically different to men who are killed by other men in three quarters of the cases in over a quarter of centuries uh, uh, by strangers. Yet this particular yet this particularity and predictability receives barely any attention domestically. While in France, the word femicide or feminicide is now used as a way of describing the epidemic of women women killed by men in intimate settings. The term is barely understood outside of niche circles in the U.S. This, in spite of the fact that there are 10 times more women killed in this way in this country than France. 1,014 confirmed intimate acquaintance killings of women in the U.S. in 2018. 2018 compared to 120 that same year in France adjusting for population size the problem is twice as bad in the US and France now the reason why I decided to to highlight uh, this particular part uh, of the article is number one I don't believe any of those statistics like fuck out of here women are dude women are given everything they're coddled their causes are all taken up by men women and transformers all alike if women, if dude, if girlfriends, if girlfriends and wives were being, if, if three of them were being killed by their husbands and lovers and boyfriends and boyfriends every day, then this would clearly make the news. Am I wrong? Or I mean, is there some truth to this? No, it, it definitely would make the news. And these numbers are skewed and, uh, and, and biased clearly. <laughs> and so, uh, no, no, I, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Okay, hang on one second. Oh, no, never mind. Okay, so Olivia has a... Okay. Um, two seconds. Next time, let me know before... Okay, so now I'm going to have to have a conversation with Deb. So we have Olivia today, and she has a... She's brought over... A uh, a male friend. Mm. How old mm. is Olivia? How old is Olivia? She's thirteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me just 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 give me a second because take care of it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I'll I'll, I'll I'll handle it. I'll handle it. We're we're uh, we're almost done here. <laughs> yes. I just gotta, I just got to make sure. Sorry. Hey, we got to go out there like like Martin Lawrence and uh and Will Smith like bad boys, uh, you man. Know <laughs> you know it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Um, so what are your thoughts on this particular stat uh, or what, what you, you were saying that uh, do you believe it's that prevalent or do you think it's exaggerated? I think it's that prevalent, but I also think that they're not allowing for the flip side of that coin to be documented as much. OK, <laughs> so like, yes, I do think that that it's it's prevalent. It's happening. 
but they're making it look like women are these innocent, like you said, saints, and they're not doing anything to uh, to encourage this behavior or to egg it on. Um, you know, like, look, if, if, if like, for example, a woman gets out of a, a relationship and she's in a rebound phase. And usually a lot of women and a lot of people in general do not take the necessary time to slow down after a breakup and to kind of like uh, recalibrate, introspect and and kind of take a, a look at the, the last relationship to see where they where they went wrong so they don't uh, make that same mistake again in the next relationship. And so a lot of the time what they do is they just jump right into another man's bed. So because uh, out of fear of being alone. So they're kind of reckless in that sense. So if you, if you go and date a guy in a rebound phase and your, and your emotions are all over the place, you're still feeling hurt over the past relationship, but yet you don't want to be alone. You're, you're, you're probably going to choose a person who is not good for you. So if right. that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not excusing the behavior, but women have to hold themselves accountable. It's like, yo, slow down, lady. You just got out of a relationship. Hold yourself accountable. Where did you fuck that relationship up? Instead of blaming <laughs> him, where did you fuck it up, bitch? Like, so that's what that's why I call that's why I call women out, and I'm very harsh about it because they're not gonna listen unless you are this direct and this harsh about it. So that's why right. I tell women, like, hey, be more responsible. Hey, uh, watch how you talk to this man, watch how you treat this man, make up the proper selection. Um, because hey, if if you're going, if you're all over the place emotionally and getting out there, getting yourself together, going to the gym and getting in better shape and fixing your changing your hair and your and your physical identity, but your emotional identity hasn't changed a bit, if not gotten worse, it's inevitable that you're gonna make a foolish uh selection on a man, and there's consequences for doing that. No, dude, I totally agree. Damaged women love damaged men. Do. I don't think that's I don't think I don't think there's any question about that. Um, I think that this article does this happen in the United States? Yes, it absolutely does, but not at this rate. What this article is trying to what this article is trying to do, it's trying to characterize. Well, most women are being killed by their by their husbands and lovers and boyfriends and ex-boyfriends. You don't want to know what this is gonna do. This is going to this is going to draw yet a further wedge between men and women. As, hang on, uh, come in. Hey, what's up? Come on in. I'm not gonna bite you. <laughs> Come on in. How you doing? What's your name? Alex. My name's Alex too. Good strong handshake. Well, you're a big kid. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. All right. Just wanted to lay eyes on you. All right. Okay. I'll see you later. Here, take the dog with you. Go on. Go on. Yeah, close my door. Thank you. All right. That was a big fucking kid, dude. That was a big fucking kid. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. I made sure I I made sure I squ his name was Alex. Olivia has a thing for dudes named Alex. Hmm. Fuck. Yeah, so I made sure I I made sure I squeezed his hand a little hard just to make sure he understood what the fuck was up, but he looked, he looked harmless. Um, okay. Let's go to the phone lines. Let us go to Franz in Oregon. He has an opinion. Oh, he wants to know our opinion about men who travel. Uh, is it okay to not be looking? I'll let friends uh, ask the question. Friends, you're yep. live with uh, Donovan Vermont. and EO. Uh, yeah, I'm in Vermont, not Oregon. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Sorry about I think that. you got the question. No problem, Donovan. No problem. Uh, this is for Donovan and EO. I'm just curious what your take is. What do you think of a, a single man like myself in my 40s who has a, 
decides he just wants to go and travel to Asia and decides, well, I just want to have a good time, meet some buddies, and I don't have an expectation to hook up. But if I do hook up, how many hours out of the day should I be spending with her so I can keep the expectations low? Um, it really depends upon what your goals are. If you're just looking to go out there to have some fun, then have fun. Don't have any expectations. What do you, what do you think, Yo? I'm trying to, I didn't really hear him that well. So he met somebody, he's trying to figure out how much time he should spend with her. Is that accurate? I mean, I mean, what do you think of just going there without the expectation of hooking up, finding somebody? But if you do find somebody, uh, how much of the day should you be spending with the person at maximum so they don't have high expectations? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you this. This is my rule of thumb, and this is how I coach men. Women come dead last. Straight up. Okay, so they're last on the list. Yeah. So they should never be first, second, third, fourth, or fifth. Now, if your list should be probably that long. It should be like, <laughs> you know, you wake up in the morning. Uh, maybe, I mean, depending on the man, I mean, maybe you do some 15-minute meditation. Okay, maybe you do some meditation, clear your head. Okay, then you do some uh, a 20 minute workout. Okay, and then you make yourself a coffee and a light breakfast. Okay, eat a couple fucking hard boiled eggs or whatever it is you eat. And then you get ready to go to work. You're on time. You take care of your business affairs. You make sure your household is in order. Um, and, and then and then I would say after you've pretty much managed all of the man shit, then at that point, you could even decide, do you even want to be bothered with this woman tonight? Now, she doesn't have to be that prevalent in your life i mean shit i'd rather watch monday night football than have a broad over to be honest with you Real so uh <laughs> so you know but so but you're not gonna know and you're not gonna know that and feel that until you've realized what a nuisance women are okay so i'm just being honest when you i always say this and a lot of guys are gonna get mad but i say that only simps have fun with women Ooh. i don't have fun with women women are not fun Okay. I wouldn't okay. D describe women as fun. They're not fun to me. Okay. I'm a man. I ain't, I don't have fun with women. Okay. Now when we get together, there's a purpose for us to get together. It's, it's time to have the masculine feminine exchange, which is, which is enjoyable, but I wouldn't really call it fun. It can be okay. fun, but rule of thumb, I don't think women are fun at all. I'm fun and I'm including her in on fun. Okay. And that has to be the mindset. So just, uh, I will say this women come dead last. Good. Very good. So this is what this dating environment has has created. And this is unfortunate. So uh, WT, uh, let's, I'll just call him Vidman says even the most alpha men can get cheated on because there's always someone better and hypergamy is endless. That is a very that that is a very true statement. But that doesn't mean this doesn't mean it. See, the thing is this man. With this, and listen, he's right. But with that attitude, guys like this are making excuses not to commit to women and i don't blame them listen committing dude committing to a woman and having a relationship it's hard work and these days the way women are it's just not worth it but by the same token when guys make statements like this even the most alpha men so even the most accomplished men it's still useless to get into relationships with women because they're still going to cheat there's there, there's always someone bigger and better yeah maybe but as long as you keep your shit together there are no guarantees but if you keep your shit together keep her in line stay on your purpose and put her on your purpose, then you're going to drastically reduce the odds of a woman cheating on you. I think what a lot of guys like Vidman, I think a lot of guys always use the, um, they like to use the, well, it doesn't matter. There's always someone bigger and better out there. Women are always going to cheat. Not Listen, women, women cheat. There's no question about that. But 
not all women cheat. Women, do women cheat on high status men? Absolutely. They do, they do it all the time. But the more, the, the more organized, <clears throat> pardon me, the more organized uh, and structured your life is, and of course you have to vet her and train her properly, the less likely it is that she is going to take advantage of you. See, guys like Vidman thinks that there are high value, high, uh, uh, there are quality women out there just walking around on the high, on the, on the, on the quality woman tree. That's that that that's incorrect. Women are no longer ready made to be wives and mothers and good girlfriends anymore. It is incumbent upon us to train them to be that way. If that's not something you're interested in doing, I, listen, I don't blame you, dude. There are some days I wake up and I think, Jesus Christ, what the fuck am I in a relationship for? But to but to make make a statement like that, even if you're the the highest, even if you're a high status man, you can still be cheated on because there's somebody bigger and better because hypergamy is endless. That is that is making things uh, that is making things that is oversimplifying things. If you don't if you don't think women are worth dating, just say that. I'm not going to be mad at you. You don't have to make excuses for me. Um, uh, another another statement uh, another statement that he made. See here we go. Until they start selecting better men or having their parents select men for them, like in the old days, nothing will change. See, again, and listen, this guy is rightfully frustrated. You can tell that this guy, he's either just found this community or he is or he's been through it with women. And he's like, dude, that's it. Like, I'm not nothing we can tell this guy will give this guy any sort of hope. Um, and so it always puzzles me as to why guys watch our content. We're, we're, we're telling you how to be successful in life. And when you're successful in life. A, a a a side effect is that you are more successful with women. Um, Bobby G says y'all are wrong on all accounts. Players with many options are weak as hell because they are not used to hearing the word no. OJ was high value, but we know what he did. I have no idea what OJ has to do with this conversation. Um, players with many options are weak as hell. Uh, so Bobby G um, says that uh, players are not used to be told, used to being told no. No, you're wrong. Women are the ones not yeah, being used to no, being told no. Players are told no all the time. That's why they they're just don't players. care. A real just, player doesn't care. Okay. Of course. So, so you just got to know that real players here know all the time. Okay. But they just don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. So that, that's that's the difference. Any player that I've ever known. Plus, he's also like very socially calibrated and understands women. So he's not going to shoot his shot at a woman that he could just sense there ain't nothing there. So like a true yep. player doesn't just randomly in my book, in my book, you, you, maybe your book is a little different. But in my book, a man, a, a true player a, a, truly understands himself and he studies it in his environment first before he yes. makes an approach. He's not just randomly walking up to women. That's a thirsty man with no yes. game doing that. Right. Um, so, I mean, I understand his point. But he he's off with that. Everybody hears no. There is no one on the planet right now that's not hearing no. No, right. <laughs> they, yes, yes, yes. Um, now he now now Vidman sort of redeems himself. He says most players won't get attached to any specific woman to care. There we go. But then he said OJ. So they're talking about OJ Simpson. Um, guys, I don't know if you know this. OJ Simpson is a sociopath. He's a sociopath. Yes, he had he 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 slept with other women. And he had a wife and she was sleeping with other guys and this and that and the other. That situation is an outlier. So for, for, for guys to come in here and say, well, OJ had this and OJ had that and he still killed Nicole. Yeah, he did. Neither of us is OJ. <laughs> OJ Simpson is a sociopath. I'm well, I'm not a sociopath. I have a diagnosed condition that I do very well now keeping track and keeping that down. It is what it is. 
Um, Let me say something real quick, Donovan. I'll make it real fast. So the guy talking about a woman's hypergamous nature and stuff like that. You realize if you try to upgrade a loser and try to take a loser to uh -oh. a winning a winning lifestyle, that she's going to self-destruct and probably go fuck somebody that's a loser yes. again. Okay, so just know that right now, women don't always date up. Sometimes they go right back down to the bottom where you found them because you're a yeah, desperate right. motherfucker that tried to upgrade a loser bitch. So just remember, <laughs> uh, remember, some you think women only date up. No, sometimes you can introduce her to a bomb ass lifestyle, and for a minute she likes it, but see she's underqualified to 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 commit to that and to adhere to that program, and then she goes right back to where you found her. Very good. Not only that. Those women, uh, those women cheat down because they know they're, they know that they're, they know that you're too good for them. That's right. right. Like women will, women, listen, low, low value women will cheat on high value men because they subconsciously know I'm going to fuck this up one way or the other because I really don't deserve yeah. this. That's right. That's right. So, so uh, uh, Ben Spent said, uh, what the hell? I guess he was talking about my exchange with Alex. He then laughed and said, okay, alpha male. Okay. So. This is another man making fun of another man trying to protect his, I guess, step niece or whatever the case may be. EO, these are the these, these are the kinds of men. These are the kinds of men who shoot up malls. These are kind of these are the kinds of men who, who, who put their hands on women. This and that. And the third. What I just displayed there. Listen, I'm I've not called myself an alpha male. I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna do that. Only the market. Only the market can can describe me as an alpha male. That's what I strive to be, but I'm not going to put a label on it. But the fact that he is sitting here making fun of the fact that I want to meet a kid that's in my house with 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 Devin's niece, who is bigger than she is, and a male, that just, again, that just speaks to the men who are not really here to soak up the content. They're here to just make, well, you're an alpha male. Nobody said I was an alpha male, but please, by all means, uh, continue with the name. Uh, continue with the uh, with the name calling when you're ready. And I, I say this with all seriousness: when you're ready, when you're ready to stop being angry at men who are doing better than you are, I'm happy to help. I'm al I'm always happy to help. Um, a couple of uh, a couple of other quick uh, <clears throat> pardon me, a couple of other quick comments, and we will move on. Uh, we've got Big A in Dallas uh, on the line coming up next. Uh, give me two seconds because I saw a oh yes yes yes. Uh, I'll strike. Uh, with the ten dollars super chat, um, oh, I can't answer that right now. We'll answer that later. We'll answer that later because we got Big A on the line. Uh, Black Goliath, I like that ten dollars super chat. Says salute to D Sharp and EO. Respect to the brethren. Love it, love it, love it. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, BC Warrior says, "Yo, first step is that looks matter. That's your game. Uh, everything else is just secondary. I hope you're talking about women and not men." Yes, looks are de looks definitely matter to women. They have to be attracted to you physically. Um, but just because you're not a top 5% guy in terms of looks does not mean... Dude, most good-looking guys have no game. You understand that? This is why women don't have game, because guys approach them all the time. Most women can't carry on a simple conversation because they're just used to being there, and that's enough. Most good-looking guys don't really understand game because girls are throwing themselves at them all the time. So again, when you're ready to hunker down, accept the truth, and really put in the work, I ain't mad at you. It is, it is what it is. Uh, Antoni, uh, Anthony Drossis uh, says uh, these guys need to get over their feelings. Yeah, I let you know. Listen, I'll let these guys in. I let these guys in to uh, to show the uh, uh, to, uh, to, to to show on these guys. You got to uh, remember too. Let me tell this guy right. something real quick. You got to remember, uh, good looking is subjective, and uh, good looking guys get turned down. 
Okay, they do. Yeah. Sometimes you're too good looking. Sometimes she, okay, understand this because these these guys are lame and don't have experience. Okay, these trolls. So oh. I'm going to say something to you. If uh -oh. a woman just got done with a good looking guy and it did not go well for her, she's not going for another good looking guy next. She's most likely right. going for an average looking guy to get her energy back up. OK, just know this right now. So it's all about seasons and understanding where a woman's at right now emotionally. So once she's done with that ugly motherfucker, OK, that just validated her for three months. Now she goes back to a good looking guy. So you just got to understand this. S women will shun and turn down good looking men if she just came from a good looking guy. OK, think about it. We could have really fine chicks, but she, but we got rid of her ass. We're like, where's that six set that gives good dome? I'm, I need I need that bitch back in my life. So you know what I'm saying? So you, you'll go back to that six that makes macaroni and cheese and meatloaf for you and caters to you because Ugh. this motherfucker you were just with was lazy as shit. So just yes, remember sir. that you generally go for what you where you just were. You don't usually go in that same direction next. Now, you might circle back, but you ain't going there next. So so that good looking guy that you think gets all the women. Not if he meets that chick. <laughs> <laughs> Well said, man. That's some good uh, game right there. <laughs> that, yeah, that was, you know, if I had my Don DeMarco button, I'd play it. Uh, the, uh, the Guns, Guitars, and Tactic Show says, this community is about helping men build themselves. I can't figure out why people, especially other men, try to drag this movement down. It's because they're not ready yet. Um, I don't, like, honestly, with trolls and everything, I used to take that kind of stuff personally. But we have to remember that we were we were where they were at one point. Men that like to troll guys like us, they're they're simply in the anger phase, man. And I don't hold that against them. Like when guys figure out that they've been lied about or that, that, that they've been lied to, they're, they're feeling some type of way. And here we are. We have these successful lives and these successful relationships. And they're mad that we have figured no problem. Hey, when you're ready to take life a little bit more seriously and stop trolling, it it, it is what it is. Uh, let us go to Big A from Dallas. Uh, Big A from Dallas, you want to talk about the importance of men's mental health and uh physicality yes sir yes sir how y'all fellas doing today y'all doing all right doing good man how about yourself hey man i can't complain even if i did ain't nobody gonna listen to me real talk so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah man the, uh the, the forest and mental health and just taking care of yourself man i mean like uh there was a situation that happened to me about five years ago um i got bit by a spider on my ankle oh, where shit. uh I, I moved out in the country and I was out in pro on my property and I get bit by a spider on my ankle. And um, I was so used to doing home remedies and um, not realizing. I finally went to the doctor because my ankle swelled up. It was swollen up pretty bad. Doctor told me if I didn't come within there within a week, I would have to get my foot amputated. So with that being said, I've learned, you know, period after that to get uh, routine checkups. With me being in my mid thirties, you know, eventually, in, you know, five more years, I'm gonna be in my forties. You know, okay. um, definitely have to uh, take care of my health more and uh, get routine checkups, physicals, and stuff like that. And I think more on it too was more um, not being used to it because women are used to going get routine checkups and me going to the doctor. I'm not gonna lie, I did feel uncomfortable. I did because I was there was something I wasn't used to doing on a regular right but now that i'm at the age where i'm more comfortable at uh getting those physicals and uh getting blood work and getting things done too um now i'm not going to go off subject too much now i did i do want to piggyback off of what somebody said earlier okay. pertaining to um 
the players and everything like that. What I can't say is growing up, I was never the guy in high school to get all the chicks and everything like that. But what I depended on was I was a very good talker. Okay. So, so, you know, I had a friend told me when, back when I was a teenager, back when I was probably about 19, 19, 20 years old, he was telling me, he was like, Hey, yo, man, you want ugly look at MF. I said, yup. And I'm still getting phone numbers. Real talk. You know, so a lot of times, yeah, yo. So a lot of times, I have friends. I mean, now I've I've changed. My looks have changed. I'm, you know, I'm. I think I'm pretty decent looking guy now. But at the time, I didn't take care of myself. I didn't cut my hair. You know, um, now I'm, I'm more eating healthy and taking care of myself now. But at the time, I have friends that would literally get jealous of me. You know, you figure they say, okay, this brother's dating this or is talking or hooking up with this sexy blonde head chick that everybody wanted but i was just a very good talker and i don't care how much money you have a lot of times or how you look a lot of time, but if you got a if you're a very good talker you a lot of times you could you could get it you could get the woman that you want not necessarily saying they're getting a serious relationship but if you're talking about just having fun just having a great time uh a lot of times being being a very good talker man that that it goes a, a pretty far man let me ask you something uh big a because i used to have a friend uh, by the name of big a when i lived in altus oklahoma have you ever lived in altus oklahoma before no sir. <laughs> okay. All right, because he used to call himself. No, I'm, I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm from. I'm from. Yeah, I'm originally from Virginia, man, but I live in Texas now. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks for sharing yeah, the story, a, man. I and I think too, I'm, I'm a I'm a military brat too, so maybe oh, that, so you know all you about know, it. Uh, moving around, yeah. So man, look, living around different nationalities, bro. You know, I never had the opportunity to like uh, mingle like that because my dad retired from the service when I was. Uh, pretty young man, but I was able to mingle in with different races of people, right. and I grew right. up in a predominantly white area. Sure. And you know, uh, you see this black guy dating this uh, uh, white girl, you know, these nice blonde. Oh man, the, the father. It got to the point where, you know, I actually say, uh, "Did you tell your dad about me?" <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Did you tell your dad about me? Did you tell your parents about me? Uh -huh. And um. They could, and, and a lot of them, they could not take me home to their family, man, because nope. she was like, yeah, I think it's best that we go somewhere else, or maybe uh -huh. we could go to the movies and hang out somewhere else. I can't bring you home to my family, <laughs> because uh, one chick I dated brought me home to her family, and uh, she was German. She was German, and um, but her parents... Her, her parents were German, but she, you know, they lived... Anyway, they lived here, you know, lived here in the States, and uh, I put it to you like this, man, and, and I would have to say, she... She was so attractive, man. I had guys talking to her in front of me. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I I never forget, I told her this. I never I was in my early 20s. I told her this. I said, just as quick as I got you, I will find another female. Yep. Because I because at the end of the day, I was told, don't you ever fight over no chick. Now listen, I have Got in situations where I've cried over females. I got my heart broken. Sure. I, I've gotten played before. We all do. I've right, been right. cheated on. Not every woman I've hooked up with has been a dime piece. I've hooked up with some big girls. I, I will admit that. You know, I will admit that. But um, I've learned now where I'm at a point in time in my life where, hey, man, you, you, you just – a lot of guys, they don't realize you don't have to spit some, hey, baby, how you doing? Just sit there and talk to women. Yep. That's all you got to do. That's totally, totally all you got to do. And if you keep your hair presentable, you cut your hair off, cut it bald or shape it up, 
eat healthy, eat right, take care of yourself. If your breath stinks on a regular, brush your teeth. <laughs> that's a big thing, your breath. Yeah. That's a big thing. I've learned because. Definitely, of- dude, you definitely have to take care of the breath. Uh, appreciate the call, uh, Big A. Uh, I'll strike. With the $10 super chat says a bit off topic. Would you bother dating while you're recovering from a broken leg? Can't run, can't fight, but can limp around and do other things. Full recovery takes month. Uh, I would recommend not uh, get yourself right. And then uh, make sure your leg is fully healed and start dating again. Uh, what do you think? Yo? Okay. Two points real quick to the last caller. Um, okay. He seems like the personality type that, that kind of um, that um, not puts pressure on women. There was the word I was looking like that wears her down. Okay. There's, there's players in the game that will stay very persistent and wear a woman down. Just don't ever fall in love with those women because they're not with you because they genuinely like you. They're just with you because the timing is right. And maybe uh, there was a fast opening and she let you in because you just wore her down. But women like that generally will never, truly like you that much so just i just want to tell players in the game if you're the type of guy that wears women down see me i don't wear nobody down because i got the ultimate abundance mindset but 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 if 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 managing yes but wear women down no but if you if you're that at that point in the game where you wear women down with your persistence um don't ever fall in love with her because that's going to be a short-lived situation so i'm just protecting your emotions by telling you that and then the second thing is um if you if you if you're managing your life well, for example, I shattered my entire left arm. I got a plate and eight screws in my left arm, which took oh a, a tremendous uh, recovery. Um, I had bitches in the rotation that were coming over, putting ointment on my shit. Uh, you know, I was really? getting getting blowjobs with a cast on and shit. So so <laughs> so so. so ju- I mean, I mean, remember that if you have women that you manage well then that means if life has a sudden change, such as a broken leg or a broken limb, then you, that those women should be taking care of you. <laughs> so, so just remember, like if you, if you're, if you're on E with women, you can still get a woman shit. You can go to the store shit. I would be hitting on chicks at the physical therapy office, bro. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you gotta be a dude that, that, op, uh, that, uh, uh, seizes opportunities. I agree. Uh, so Jimmy Holloway, uh, a little while back, put in the chat, but remember, women are hypergamous by nature. Um, I asked him what that means. I said, well, what do you mean? The reason why I asked that is that a lot of guys don't really understand the real meaning of hypergamy. Most men in this community define hypergamy as a woman's always going to cheat on you, right? She's always she's always looking for somebody to cheat on you with. She's always, no. Hypergamy means a woman is going to consolidate on the highest value men available to her. That's what that means. Um, Just because now again, um, understand it is 2021. We get that. Um, And if a woman, if a woman has a chance to cheat on you with a high value guy, she'll do it. If she has a chance to cheat on you with a lower value guy, especially if she feels like she doesn't deserve you, she will, she will absolutely do it. Uh, So, and again, this is what we teach guys all the time. Keep your value as high as possible, guys. Keep your value as high as possible. And don't do it for don't do it so that your girl doesn't go anywhere. Do it for you. Just understand that when you have that attitude, like, hey, women are always going to be hypergamous, it's almost like you're it's it's almost like you're you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Instead of waiting for the other shoe to drop, how about constantly increasing your value? Get in the weight room, make more money, you know, come up with other goals. If a woman sees that you're about your shit. If a woman sees that 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 you really are about your shit, not that not saying that she's not going to go anywhere, but she's much less likely to cheat on or, and or leave you. 
them's the breaks, man. Uh, you could be the highest value guy there is. If there's a higher value guy available to your woman, she is she is more than likely going to try to pursue that other offer. That's how it is. That's the game. But if you're a high value guy, understand that if you're a high value guy, there aren't many men with your value, right? A lot of average guys like, well, women are hypergamous. Well, of course, that's what you have in your head because you're an average guy. You're an above average guy, right? So if you're an average guy and an above average guy makes himself available to your woman, well, guess what? She's going to leave you for that above average guy. So what do you need to do? You need to make yourself above average. If you're above average, your woman is going to be looking if and, and a man who has who's, whose value is higher than, than yours, she's going to consolidate on that guy. That's how this is. But once you reach a certain of value in terms of being in shape, uh, you know, annual income, monthly, whatever income, at that point, you start to put yourself in rarefied air. Okay, are there higher value guys around? Yeah, but they might be in Russia, Florida, Ukraine. I mean, unless your woman is unless your woman is getting flown out to these places, at which point you should know if she at, at which point you should already have laid down the edict. I don't date women who travel who travel alone. Then guess what? Again, there's no guarantees, but she is not. She is not. The higher your value is, the less likely it is your woman is going to cheat on you. There are no guarantees, fellas. We don't sit here and say if you do X, Y, and Z, your woman will never cheat. No, that's false. That's bullshit. All we teach here is how to increase your value to decrease the likelihood of shenanigans happening. You know what? And I, and that's awesome. That was a great uh, segment. And another thing, like I'm a dictator. So yes, <laughs> I'm dictating every facet of every interaction with a female. There right. ain't nothing that she makes a, a decision and on. They love it. They love it. <laughs> like, 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 unless I give her the allowance to make a decision on. There you go. Now, a lot of people might say, damn, you're, you're controlling. Fuck that. If I'm not controlling, it's going to fall apart. I've that's learned right. that. That if I'm not controlling it and setting the guidelines it's going to fall apart. Okay. So the most of the time that a woman leaves you and cheats on you and falls for the fucking janitor and shit is because you're not, you're not managing the relationship. Okay. You're not, that's why I started LTR, lead the relationship. You have to be firsthand in making all the, the decisions in your relationship. Now there's going to be a lot of guys that say, damn, that's too much work. Then don't, then you're not qualified to be in with women. Okay. There it is. And, and I'm all for double standards. I am all yep. for double. When a woman says, well, that's a double standard, I don't yep. care. <laughs> I right. don't care what you think is a double standard, okay? I do this, 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 and this, and this, and all you're required to do is fucking talk soft, be peaceful, and don't cause me a headache, and give me good uh, give me good dome when I want it, all right? And run Stop. errands, okay? I'm doing the majority of the work. Fuck you. Like, uh, YouTube chill, but I, I mean, I will tell a bitch <laughs> that right away. Yo, go fuck yourself. I'm doing Real fucking fuck, everything dude. here, okay? You, I do the majority of everything in this motherfucking situation, including fuck you, all right? Because women can't fuck. So, so, right. um, and I and I'm just being real with men right now, so they can truly feel this and understand this. The reason why women get over on you and the reason why they go with other men is because your ass is too damn soft. Bingo, dude. I could not agree more. And by the way, guys, uh, here's some uh, next level game for you. If your woman or a girl you're dating says, OMG, you're so controlling, the answer to that is, wait, you're just now figuring this out and leave it at that. Leave it at that. Um, that is going to do it. Uh, this is a great episode of uh, Next Level Game, man. These are really, really, star I'm sorry, elite level game. Uh, these are starting to uh, these are starting to really get good. Uh, EO, man, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, man. First of all, it's been great to be back with you. Uh, appreciate Absolutely, everything, man. man. Uh, 
Um, yes, I'm Coach EO. I go by Mr. Champion Game. Why do I call myself that? Because that's what this information is. And uh, yep. so come on through, subscribe. I'm hard as shit. Uh, but I mean, well, I want the best for men and women. I, I do want the best for women, but the only way to get the best out of women is to be a strong motherfucking man. And so uh, follow me on Instagram, Coach EO underscore champion game. There's a lot of free game there. Also, the magic happens during one on one coaching sessions. Uh, championgamecoaching.com where you can reserve time with me. Cut the Bullshit is my book, which is on Amazon. Second book coming out pretty soon. And uh, that's it, man. Good to be back. What you got? Good shit, man. He is Coach Everett uh, Overton uh, EO. Uh, thanks for making time for us today, man. We really Peace appreciate out, it. everybody. Thank you, brother. All right, man. That is Coach Everett Overton of Champion uh, Level Game. I'll read the uh, – let me read these last few uh, comments here. Very good comment by uh, Anthony uh, Drasos. I think that's how you pronounce that, or Drasos. says, women don't respond to 50-50 Patrice O'Neill. Damn right. Damn right. Uh, the Guns, Guitars, and Tactics show. says, fantastic show today. Gentlemen, um, yeah, never be soft. And Anthony says, I learned that one the hard way. Um, let's see. Who else do we got here? Yes, uh, Vidman says, EO with the facts. That's the way God intended men to be. That's the way my dad was and how I was brought up. Dude, I'm going to tell you what, dude. You're a lucky man, dude. You Listen, uh, a lot of people a lot of people say, man, you're a lucky man if you have a hot girlfriend. No, you're a lucky man if you're raised by a father like Vidman have, man, like Vidman has. Um, I'm glad that I am where I am, but it was, dude, I'd have got here 20 years earlier if if I had actually uh, had a father who was uh, who was worth a damn. Uh, Vidman hits it again. Hypergamy seeking bitter, bigger, better deal. That's the that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Um, Crypto Werewolf, good to see you, man. Um, says uh, 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 always good guys, awesome deal. Appreciate that very much. That is going to do it for this edition of Elite Level Game. We will see you guys uh, next Sunday, uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Take care.